Thanks for listening to Two Girls, One Plant. We're your hosts, Madison. And Jillian. And this week we're talking about Cannabis 102. 102, baby. We are getting smarter, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to do our best, at least. Yes. Hello, everyone. Did you enjoy our episode? That was so long, but extremely (laughs) informative. Very informative. I learned a lot from it and funny actually listening back to it because we you could hear like what I thought the progression was going to be I was just getting more yep yep definitely uh definitely longer than we expected it took us yeah turns out smoking while doing a podcast is not super conducive yes and I did put the pen down so I won't be (laughs) (laughs) participating as much during this podcast yeah, we got focus. we got plans for this podcast. This is part two yeah. for last week. So we want to take junk we learned last week <laughs> and just grow at home. Yeah, yeah. We're we're excited to talk about this because like obviously, you know, we talked about what what Jillian just said, like all that stuff last week surrounding cannabis, the benefits, legalities, all of it. But how as plant people do we grow that at home? And I've always been so fascinated with growing at home and I've never personally done it. Have you grown anything at home? Not at home, not personally, no. Okay. So we're coming from this like point of view of what we've, you know, people have told us and what we've seen online and what works and what experts recommend. So we don't really have our personal experience, but this is something that we would be willing to try ourselves, I think is a yeah. fair thing to say. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I worked for like a little while at a grow, so, you know, I've done some of it and kind of learned a little bit. We also talked to Rooney Bloom and the Colorado Plant yeah. That video is still up there. So that had a lot of foundational knowledge as well. So we're just going at this like it's our first time ever growing and totally we've learned to start that process so you all can start it with us yeah and I do want to take a moment and give Jillian because I think I'm I don't know I'm just like super excited for her she got a job this week at <laughs> O'Toole's I know at a local garden center like what? which is so amazing I'm so excited for you like when I saw that I was just like yes <laughs> They got one of the good ones. Like, they're Ugh. so lucky. They're so lucky to have you. It. Honestly, it's so cool. And the team's pretty cool. And the family that owns it so far seems really cool and really invested in their employees. I'm, I'm pretty stoked. I'm not going to lie. I'm, like, dying to talk yeah. to these people about some houseplants. That's, yeah, that's so exciting. And, like, especially, like, it's such an interesting time now, too, um, to be working at a garden center. So I feel like the you know, there's just so many people wanting to get outside and garden right now. So I just feel like there's new people who are coming into it. So I feel like that's such a like wonderful, like fresh breath, you know, to the hobby and to gardening and owning houseplants. So that's really cool to be a part of. That's really cool that you get to be a part of that. Yeah, it's true. I honestly can't wait to start meeting customers. As of recording this, we're not even open to the public yet. They're trying to adhere to the stay-at-home orders because even though a lot of nurseries are considered essential and can open their doors if they want to because of the way that the rules were written, O'Toole's kind of felt that it wasn't responsible to do that. So 
we're waiting until that's lifted before we start letting customers in, which honestly yeah. I really appreciate. But yeah. I'm dying to like meet people and help them decorate their yard and fill <laughs> their indoor spaces with greenery. Like I can't wait. That's so exciting. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's going to be so much fun. We'll have to know like insider updates as we go along. Heck <laughs> yes. And how has your week been since we recorded? Um, good, busy. I'm, I'm just getting ready to move. Um, you know, I would That's right. love to do like a, a future episode about what it's like moving a hundred and uh, how many plants <laughs> I have. Um, during a pandemic so when none of your friends who would love to go help you can go help yeah. you <laughs> yep exactly right. yeah so it's just um it's starting that process and it's that's how this week has really been like I've been really good about not buying anything because I really have to I really have to stop because <laughs> it's just yep. more to move but um, once but you move girl I already know what I'm gonna buy <laughs> so <laughs> I'm excited plus I will say this, uh, Nix, they just opened their cafe up for the summer this weekend. Oh, they did a like, that. so they're doing like a soft opening right now. So I was going to go tomorrow and, um, just be in support of them and their business and just show solidarity with them and that I support their business. I know they're your competition, but, but you know what? <laughs> there's people we've ever hired that like has shopped at all the other nurseries it's like mm-hmm. how do you feel about like not being you know biased towards one over the other or you know I don't know they're all different to me like I've never even they thought about different. it like that like they all offer something yeah. different so it's like yeah. I would still love to go to Nix and grab a bomb ass burrito like we don't have burritos or fresh hash chili or a farmer's market <laughs> so like yeah everybody's different i would mm. totally still go to next with you Honestly, that's awesome that'll be so exciting to go tomorrow yes but yeah that's really been it so i'm and i'm looking forward to moving so i can start growing cannabis because i i'm very serious about it once we get settled in after about two weeks i do want to start growing like i'm very serious about it and i'm probably mess up but that's how you learn when you grow things indoors and outdoors so I'm hoping to learn also some tricks tips and tricks from this and uh, I'm excited to talk about this so let's let's dive into it yeah absolutely so you want to tell us a little bit about cannabis itself it is ultimately just a plant just like everything else we grow Mm -hmm. yeah it's just like anything else and like I think that's kind of like the fascination with me sorry Luna's running around like a crazy dog I don't know if you can hear her we're still recording at home by the way separation recording at home Luna Luna stop it um (laughs) uh yeah so like I I had this fascination with like I was like oh cannabis is a plant I have other plants in my house why don't I try growing cannabis whether you like consume the flower in the end or not I still think it's such a cool accomplishment to say that you have grown it on a personal in-home scale so for cannabis again um, you know it has two major compounds that are found in it so again that's CBD and THC you can listen to our episode from last week we really dive into those two major compounds found in the cannabis genus um, again CBD just a little refresher CBD is more medicinal has medicinal benefits where THC is more like the psychoactive compound 
that um, you think like, of. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And there's so many different forms that each come in. Again, floral, uh, gels, tinctures, gummies, edibles. What was it? Butters? Butters. Got butter, <laughs> waxes, waxes rosin, shatter. Yeah, shatter. yeah. Rosin. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, so there's so many um, different forms, but the fact that all those forms come from this amazing uh, plant that has so many wonderful benefits to it is just so amazing to think about. Yep, so, and there are a ton of different strains of it too that are all going to have different percentages yeah. of CBD versus THC, you know, indicas versus sativas. It might be fun to pick, you know, your favorite strain to try and grow at home. Yeah, they're yeah, all absolutely. a little different. Blue Dream, I've heard, is a really good starter plant just because they're pretty easy to grow. It's a pretty like um, balanced hybrid, and it's like stupid popular, so it's usually pretty easy to find. But I would definitely try to pick something you really enjoy because you're going to be smelling a lot of it for the next week. <laughs> that makes sense. So then it's only at dispensaries that you can buy seeds or a starter plant. Or they're also called clones, right? It's called yep. clones that they sell, which is basically yep, like clones. if you were to buy like, if you were to buy like uh like a basil baby plant from the grocery store, it's similar it's to that kind of, co- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's okay. a propagation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's literally called a clone because it shares the DNA makeup. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. So, so you buy your seeds or you buy your starter and with the seeds, you still have to germinate and sow the seeds. Um, yes. Okay. So you can either start with seeds or clones. And if you start the seeds, I mean, you have to germinate them, which you actually probably have more experience with than me. But all I know is you want to make sure you have feminized seeds because male seeds aren't going to aren't going to flower. Okay. So we I think we talked about this a little last week. So mm-hmm. the girls are the ones with the flower and the boys don't flower. Yep. Got it. Okay. So we want to try and find seeds that have been feminized. Mm-hmm. Okay. As them, I think they either are or aren't. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So okay. Seeds. Honestly, 60% of seeds are feminized anyway, so usually you have a pretty good shot of getting some feminized seeds, even if you buy a batch, but Got you it. Can, okay. they can test the seeds to make sure that you do get feminized seeds specifically. Those just tend to be a little more expensive. Okay, interesting. So mm-hmm. then, okay, so whether you know it's seeds or a clone, you have your let's say, you know, your seeds have started taking off, you've germinated, you've done all the right things when it comes to, you know, seed starting, right? Right. Um, And that's the same, like, as any other seed starting. Any other seed starting, any kind of vegetative plant. um, Once that has taken off, let's say it gets to the size of, like, a starter and that's, or a clone, excuse me. So it's, like, kind of start from there. Really, it's, like, any kind of soil, correct? It needs to be, like, a loose really well aerated soil correct yep really well draining okay water at any point but they do like a good drink especially depending on how much light they're getting so just like any other house yeah it's actually so, pretty 
pretty basic, isn't it? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much more complicated than that. Yeah. So like, they don't like a whole lot of humidity because they come from very a lot of like um like indicas and sativas like we talked about it last week come from dry climates so i would imagine it needs to be moderate but not like overly humid correct because that can create mold yeah exactly i wouldn't say it's the same as like a philodendron like a moonshine or something like that like it probably could tolerate like 40 to 50 percent i would say yeah yeah Yeah. that's what i was thinking what you want to have like your you don't want like your humidifier blasting onto your plant pretty much like you do with your other plants because that will create mold and fungus and like not yeah good stuff and because you're also like possibly consuming that down the yeah. road and you don't want that- bud rot or anything gross Ooh, ew, gross. <laughs> oh, that does not sound good so like let's talk about like setup wise because like that's what's really interesting because I hear about like people who like grow in like their closet or um like like their little cupboard under the stairs or <laughs> like um I think it was Bethany she like grew in her RV or something yep Yep. <laughs> which was like so she like had it in like the it. shower or like the bathroom you brought me some too it was good <laughs> like I not gonna lie that. I remember yeah. that um so so what does that setup look like like so having grow lights obviously and does it I'm assuming like the stronger the grow light the better so like t5s um are going to be better as far as like something mimicking the sun, right? Yeah, exactly. They tolerate like full sun. So yeah. you can start seeds outside. Like once you have like a decent starter plant, it's, you know, it's got a few leaves that's starting to develop. You can plant them straight outside and they'll okay. follow the, the season with the sun, literally through the vegetative mm. and flowering stages. Okay. Um, if you do it indoors, you are really just mimicking that environment. So just full strength grow lights like full sun so it would be what is it six and 18 like 18 hours of light six hours of darkness so it's 18 six weeks basically just until you're ready to let the plant flower you're going to move into the flowering stage which is 12 12 and okay again that's like mimicking the the change from summer to fall Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So if it gets 12 hours of light and 12 hours of darkness, it'll literally trick the plant into flowering. And then you just have to wait until it's ready to harvest. So most people have their lights on timers, something like that. So, okay. So that's lighting. So we (laughs) want about 18.6, first four to eight weeks, and then 12.12 to kind of trick it into flowering almost. Yep. And that's in well-draining soil, watering when dry, keeping the humidity like a reasonable level, not like Colorado dry, but not Florida humid either, you know, right. like 40 to 50% right in the middle. Okay. And eventually it'll start to look like actual cannabis that smoke. <laughs> Do you, like, I feel like people, I just imagine, like, growing a cannabis plant, like, in a cutesy little 
pot you bought like at a like a nursery (laughs) (laughs) so like obviously like terracotta and things that are like porous and like wicks away moisture doesn't seem like it's a good fit for cannabis right like you want to have like because I see a lot of people like growing in like those five gallon buckets you get like at Home Depot Mm -hmm. right yep right so like those are okay to use but I don't see why like I wonder I don't know that'd be a fun like experiment to do is do something that's like something that wicks away moisture like a terracotta pot would yeah it would be interesting I don't think I've ever seen a cannabis plant a terracotta pot I know how weird would that that's such a houseplant lady thing to do yeah it is (laughs) they get really big too like they're no joke (laughs) yeah so like well yeah well and that's the thing too so like when you have like your little baby like clone you want to put it immediately in a big pot right or a big like one of the big five gallon buckets right because it does get so big that like re you don't really repot during its (laughs) growth like we would with our other plants no you don't but you're also going to harvest it at the end of the season I feel almost like it's like the last thing on people's list I mean imagine like where we grew where I worked we had cubes of rock wool and it was like maybe five by five starts in there and literally leave them through the whole cycle and you could see the roots coming out the bottom but it was still enough to give them all of the nutrients Mm -hmm. and water that they needed so oh wow yeah because your heart it's I mean you don't want it to be totally root bound so it's not going to grow at all or produce anything for you but a five gallon bucket is great. You know, like it really is not too, that's probably why people don't put them in like cutesy little pots, you know, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to do it just for the it. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're going to keep like a mom, you know, like if you want a mother. Yeah, okay. Like, I've seen those. And, like That's funny. Okay. It's just like, a, I don't know. I just had a funny thought about that. I just imagined some plant lady being like here's my philodendrons and my one cannabis plant that I have in this cutesy terracotta um (laughs) and then fertilize you don't fertilize correct or you do I don't know I mean I imagine you can we definitely fertilize at the grow to just increase our yield like I mean oh okay the profit right we wanted to like just produce as much but as possible for each plant and right. there's a lot of math that goes into like the fertilizer you give it and the lighting that you give it. So like how much lighting per plant tends to determine like how many pounds you're going to get out of that plant at the end of the day. So like on that scale, I would imagine it was more like commercial grade type fertilizer. Um, so like maybe at home using something that's more like natural based, more like uh, like an organic fertilizer would. Yeah. I would imagine be amazing something high in like phosphorus and like the nitrogen because that's what helps flower so if it's like a higher part at home you would kind of it would translate to like how commercial grade does it to like getting a higher yield with your flowers so that totally makes sense I mean I use fish tank water so <laughs> that's, that's like some good stuff heating yeah <laughs> liquid gold right there oh love it but yeah. yeah, I imagine you can, as long as you're, I mean, diluted a lot, you know, so you don't burn the roots, but. 
Totally. Yeah, yeah. That would that would be something another fun little experiment to do is have one like where you fertilize with organic fertilizer and then you don't use any fertilizer and see if you like see a difference with it. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine you would, um, especially like I said, if it is higher in like phosphorus, but um fun experiment I get to do. <laughs> like it's how it goes. Mad mad scientist Madison. Uh <laughs> so you worked at a grow and you harvested so when do you harvest? Like you've, you know, nurtured your plant, you've given it time, the few months have passed, it's grown and you're like, Ooh, do I harvest now? What, should I wait another week? Um, when do you harvest? Cause I think in your, um, interview you did with Rooney Bloom, he said to always wait another week. Is that correct? Or maybe I'm thinking of yeah, the thing. Yeah, he... It was interesting because he actually used something different than I. He basically talked about the trichomes, if I'm not mistaken. And like, yes, yeah. Milky or really just like clear, like when they start to like develop and you can really see them sitting on the plant. In fact, I just shared a picture to our Instagram on the podcast page where you can see exactly what he's talking about. Those trichomes, just like you have on your air plants at home, that's all over the bud and the leaves that are really like crystally and milky. Mm. I've always looked at the hairs on the bud. Okay. Which you can also see in the picture, but when when it's really young, it's it it all of the hairs are like white. Okay. It almost looks like a little puff and they're pretty light in color and as it develops, they get like a darker amberish color or like maybe a purplish kind of hue whatever the strain is. But it'll start to like develop that actual color to it, and you can see when it's ready. You just want it to actually develop a decent coloring. And then you snip or you clip or snip, snap, snip, snap, uh, cut the (laughs) base of the bud, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so are you... Like where, where exactly like, so if you have the bud and there's kind of like this like leaf and the bud is in the center of it, are you cutting at the base of that or are you cutting below, like off the stem? Different people have different methods. I okay. Okay. would say to like dry out the bud as best as possible. Basically cut it into stems that you can work with and then either like be able to hang it to dry or lay it oh, out to dry on the stems. Right. You have to let and it then, dry. Mm-hmm. Right. and then actually pull the buds off and like clean them mm-hmm. off you'll see there are like little leaves and stuff all over so you just want to get all yeah. the leaves off and all the stem off right yeah get down to what you would want to smoke that makes sense okay so I trimmed somebody's okay I had this weird sketchy neighbor and it's the same sketchy neighbor who gave me an edible brownie for the first time and I hallucinated and like had a seizure and almost died so I <laughs> used to go over to their apartment and I would trim for them because they grew a ton of illegal plants in their house. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so I know, I know, but I would, you know, they would pay us and I would just trim and clip and I learned a lot from them, but I haven't done that in yeah. like 10 years and I just have very vague memories. I remember it being very sticky 
And I'm sure I, I think you, you say it all the time. Like I just would come home and I'd be so sticky and I'd smell like, Oh my God. It's so gross. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I had like specific clothes I would wear to work because like the sleeves on my arms are just ruined. My med badge is like, I went to an interview with it and the guy was like, yeah, you can tell this is a garden badge. It's like disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it's definitely super duper sticky and kind of gross, but like that's what you're going for when you're looking for budget buy, right? Like what's like sticky. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So you, so you dry it out, you cut the buds and then it's, you've checked it for like, you know, pests or anything like that and you're like happy with it it looks amazing and then you can consume it uh however you want whether that's smoking just the flower or making concentrates if you are like that level of expert i feel like that's like 303 like cannabis 303 is like concentrate oh my god it would be cool so cool to do an episode on that people actually do that at home wow like that's amazing yeah Yeah, it's crazy oh that's like some other level that I my five-year-old brain needs to open up to that would I know right and we're not even going to get into that because I don't want to try it with our four instructions (laughs) but like listening I totally wish I could do that yeah that's really cool yeah totally uh but in the meantime, smoking flower, totally fine. Um, yeah, or just great. like, or just having and just saying that you did it. And then I didn't realize this, but once the plant in, is harvested, that's it for the plant into it's the done. compost. Yep. It only flowers once. I did not know that. I thought, yeah. oh, well it's fine. It will come back in five more months. Like, no, it straight up. She did. Dumb. <laughs> that's yeah, it from that's her. It. Thank you. That's so, so that's, amazing. Yeah, if you want to keep like a mother or grandmother, you have to like cut the flowers back before. You have to cut it back before it flowers. Oh god. Or okay. don't give it 1212, like keep it on an 186 lighting schedule so it never has the opportunity to flower. Actually. Got it. That makes sense because I've always heard people talk about mother and grandmother plants. And I was like, well, how is it a mother or grandmother plant if like it's harvest. I like that didn't make sense in my brain, but that makes okay. That makes yep. sense. Yep. Oh man, I just had that's a huge <laughs> right there. <laughs> okay, I always wondered that, and I felt so stupid, and I just never got around to asking. Here, y'all, I'll be, I'll be the one looking stupid for y'all. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, that was like my favorite part of the grow was like walking through all the mothers and grandmothers. They're like yeah. so big and beautiful. They're awesome plants. I'm pretty sure I have a couple of pictures, so I'll try and share some of the older. That plants, would be really but, cool. That would yeah, be really, really, really cool. Oh my gosh. Well, so that's kind of like how to grow at home and like how you can get your setup. I think, you know, we talked about the legalities last week and we got really into them. And there are some legalities about growing at home that I think it's important to know. So again, yep. to restate, federally speaking, this is illegal. Um, <laughs> it We are in Colorado, however, and it is legal in our state to grow at home and for personal use. You have to be 21 to have three flowering plants at one time, um, but six up to six are allowed in your home. They just changed it, I'm pretty sure, where like it varies now from like county to county. 
So huh. now, like, they just said at, as of like 2018, now you can have up to 12 plants um, oh, that's in your house. And again, it's all depending on like where you live in Colorado. Oh, so like based on the number of people. So, like, if there are three yeah. or more adults in your house, obviously everybody has to be over the age of 21. But there, there are three or more, then you can grow up to 12 plants. So, exactly. Um, yeah, you can, everybody can get their share. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And the laws, again, the laws are different for people who are medicinal users. And we are talking more recreationally when it comes to this. So, it has to be inside. You cannot grow your plants outdoors. Um, yeah, so is, I know I mentioned that earlier, and I will yeah. say, like, Rooney Bloom mentions in his talk with me that he's kind of gotten in trouble for that before. Um, yeah. But the reason is it has to be locked down so that anybody under the age can't just, like, jump your fence and pick it. So yeah. the only way people get around that outside is, like, having a locked greenhouse or, like, fencing all around it. Some It has to be, like, under private access only, essentially. So yeah. most people and go that, outside. <laughs> and that makes sense. That makes sense. As to, and that's, I think, why mm-hmm. we wanted to talk about how to grow inside versus outside because there's just so many legal restrictions around it. Like, I don't feel like everybody has access to an outdoor greenhouse in their backyard <laughs> to grow in, which would be amazing. Amanda, we're looking at you, okay? <laughs> I know, right? The greenhouse on Instagram. Mad um, jealous, but it's cool so jealous of her greenhouse. Um, (laughs) Go follow her journey. It's so cool. And then when you grow marijuana at home, you cannot sell that marijuana to anyone. Uh, You can give it to somebody who is above the age of 21, but you cannot sell it to them. Only licensed grow establishments can sell that marijuana product. So at your grow house, mm-hmm. you were, you were kind of like where you were growing it and you guys were selling it to the dispensaries, correct? So the grow I worked for owned three dispensaries. Got it. So okay. we would sell to, we would sell our product at our own dispensaries and then sell wholesale to a couple of concentrate companies that would Got use it. our buds to make concentrates because they typically don't grow their own buds. And there's a lot more involved in growing product that's going to be sold. So like mm-hmm. you can give your friends your homegrown weed, but there's a lot of testing that weed has to go through before it can be like actually sold to someone. Yeah. So there's good like, reason that, you know, you can't just sell weed to people on the street anymore. Yeah. I think that's, no, I think that's important to know. Like, I think that just keeps our community safe. It keeps you safe as a consumer, allows you to make smart decisions <laughs> on what you're consuming. And you're not like, you're just getting it from some drug dealer who doesn't know because they could easily like lace it and like that puts you more at risk. So it's, it's much better this way. Yeah. Or they're just not even testing process. it. So like maybe they do have a lot of humidity and there is root rot, you know, or bud rot. And like, you don't want to smoke that. I don't know. So it's, yeah. So if you do go at home, it's for personal use just for you because you know how well you did growing it and not to sell to anybody else. Well, and I appreciate it too, that they have it to so many plants per person because it's like, yeah. Well, if I fuck up this one plant, at least I have these other two I can try and <laughs> keep alive. It's kind of like, you know, you buy like three, you know, philodendrons and you're like, well, 
hopefully you're going to be the two that make it while this other one withers away. <laughs> it's true. That's how I look at it. They're like, well, you all can be probably really stupid if you try and grow it at home. So. <laughs> We'll see it what might happens take you with a couple you. tries. <laughs> it will take you a couple tries. Yeah. So it's, I, I like that they do that. I appreciate it. As soon as it'd be like, you only get one plant. You're like, well, you're screwed if you like kill it. So that's I appreciate true. That. I it's really do appreciate that. Like kind of nice at dispensaries. If you're not using all your plants to grow, you can usually like donate your plant to the dispensary. So they'll basically they'll take your six plants or however many plants you give them so that they can grow those and you get like a discount or whatever every dispensary does it a little different that's if cool. you're not growing all six yeah that's usually a, a neat little way to get a discount at your local dispensary oh i didn't know that that's really mm-hmm. cool and I'm- again like you said it varies dispensary to dispensary um yeah. and you know be careful of like you don't want to set like your closet on fire <laughs> with grow lights. No, please, good lord. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> make sure it's ventilated. Make sure like heat yep, can escape. Airflow. <laughs> There's airflow. The plant still needs airflow just like your other house plants need airflow. Yep. So maybe like putting a fan in front of it would be smart. But yeah, please please be careful where you do it. Don't start a house fire or <laughs> get mold problems. Um, but I, but I think too, like, I think just don't look at it as like you're growing cannabis. Like the way I'm going into it and that I want to go into it is like, I'm not growing cannabis. I'm just growing any other plant. Yeah. Don't like, think too much about it or stress yourself out, you know? Yeah, exactly. So totally. I look forward to hopefully in the next couple months well maybe like what three to four months I will have something we'll see <laughs> oh, you can be my first you can be my first person I'll give you a nugget if I can yeah. grow a nugget I will give you a nugget and you can tell me and I won't touch it or anything you can tell me if it's good or not <laughs> I would have live review yes Hopefully everybody listening feels a little more confident when they go out <laughs> to buy their own little baby clone. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. You know, I think this is a really cool topic and Jillian and I have been like so excited just to talk about this for the coming, you know, weeks surrounding 420 and, you know, we're all chilling at home, maybe yep. hitting the pipe a little bit more and also not just that, but wanting to go be outside and be amongst nature and gardening and getting our hands dirty. And it's just such a cool process to see and learn about. And, you know, again, we're not experts and we don't, we do not claim to be girl, but it's cool to know, you know, learn about Jillian's backstory. And um, I just, I really appreciate her perspective on it. Cause she's, I learned a lot from you. So I just want to say I'm very <laughs> appreciative of your perspective on all things cannabis especially so thank you i am quite the fan i will say (laughs) (laughs) but it's so much fun to talk about it even if we can't like record together and talk about it i miss julian everybody we haven't like seen each other like face to face in like a very long time so i'm missing my girl julian and zoom's been helpful and Mm-hmm. We appreciate again everybody's patience during this time. Well, yeah. you know, our audio's been weird. I'm sure we'll still have cutouts. Like our audio's not been great, but 
we're like we're working with what we got so we appreciate we're learning you. every time <laughs> yeah, every t- oh my gosh every time you should have seen us before we started recording it we were mm-hmm. <laughs> it was um we were like oh my gosh maybe this is not the day but we got it to work and we're here and we are here for you guys and yeah yeah thanks for listening <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, go follow our socials, Two Girls, One Plant Podcast. You can follow our personals on there too. We're on Facebook, Instagram. We're on YouTube. Check us out on the boob tube. And mm-hmm. yeah. We'll talk to y'all next week. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.